Men have got to stand up strong Think the truth about themselves To understand what went wrong I know we can find a way I know we can find a way I know we can find a way Stand up Stand up Stand up Uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Welcome to the second hour of the show. We're here three hours a day, Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Pacific time. Heard around the world by everybody and their mama. You can call in now. There's one line open at 888-7753-773. 888-77-JESSE. My biblical question for this week, the biblical question, do you extend mercy to yourself? Do you extend mercy? Mercy Mercy, Lord, mercy. Do you extend mercy to yourself? It's this week. Biblical question. And don't forget, we have every way that you can watch and support the show. Listen on com slash show. And you can also listen to the show if you're out and about, busy, working out, laying out at the beach, or whatever, fighting with your husband or your wife. You can listen to the show on your iPhone or iPad by calling the listen line on TalkStream Live at 641-793-1500. That's 641-793-1500. All right. And don't forget to follow, like, hit the like button, ring the bell, and everything. JLP Talk on Twitter. JLP Talk on Twitter and Jesse Lee Peterson on Instagram. JLP Talk on Twitter and Jesse Lee Peterson on Instagram. It's Country and Western Tuesday. I want to go quickly back to Rachel. I was talking to Rachel and we ran out of time there uh, in the first hour. Don't forget, you can podcast the show as well. And by the way, shout out to Get a Job. Get a Job is doing an amazing job. He just put out a new video. So check it out. Get a Job. Shout out, Get a Job. <laughs> what the? Sound like Hank. Um, let me go back to Rachel. Um, Rachel, thanks for holding you on the air. Yes, thank you, Jesse. Well, to just get to it, I thought about it a little bit. Basically, people are obsessed with the conflict between red and blue of politics, the political environment. And just 
thinking about it all, stepping back from it all, the political environment and politics in itself is of man, of mankind, is of this world. Um, you know, with the January 6th and everybody's cheating on the voting and we don't know what's what anymore, hanging chads. I mean, that goes back to Bush and Gore, the Australian ballot in and of itself. There's a comedy, black sheep, way back in the 90s, uh, making fun of how they were putting dead people's names on the ballot. So that's nothing new that, you know, mankind cheats, lies, and steals. So red and blue, how we all dread, they don't, none of them, I mean, how do we, people, families are broken up over this stupid conflict, and all I see is a crazy conflict of the world. How how do we, as truth seekers, like really... Get everybody to just take a breath and calm down and and see that conflict for what it is. I mean, I agree that Trump is the lesser of two evils, um, but he's still like a part of that system, of that conflict. Like, how do we get around that? I don't know. I'm just... I'm looking for some guidance and um, how to what do you mean? this crazy world out for our children. What do you mean when you say the great white hope is the lesser of two evil? Like, I honestly believe he's the best best choice we have, but they have our everything rigged. The choices are rigged. The I way know, but why do you call him the lesser of two evil? I believe that he tries to um, look at our country— but why are you calling them evil, though, period? Well, we're, we all have evil in us. We all can have moments of weakness. <laughs> I know, I but are you, calling him, to, are you calling him the lesser to evil because that's what uh, the Democrats and the media and other call him? And people that know, don't like I him just, call him that because he's not the lesser to evil. Well, I'm just I'm just looking at everything back from like I said they like people want to just argue about the colors and the names and everything. Again, he's a man, he's human like all the rest of us. He's <laughs> Let me I tell mean, you this uh as far as the red and the blue and all that kind of crap, you yeah. you don't take sides ever with anyone or any issue. You don't need to take yeah. sides. Children, if you're truly been born of God, then you will not take sides with anyone. The only thing you'll be concerned about is what happens to you personally, right? And But what happens to other people, you cannot take sides because you don't know what game they're playing and why they're getting what they have. So red and blue, you just see it for what it is, but don't take sides. Right, right. I see the game that it is. Right, and because politics is all about ego. It's never about the people. And the people who are in politics are about themselves because they set themselves up as leaders, which build the ego. They're not about the people, whether it's Republican or Democrat. So don't ever take sides. Right, but I'm— like, I mean, I'm talking about conflicts that people will have around. How do we show the other people that it is just a big game, that a big 
that they're playing on them, that they they shouldn't be so angry about what these people are saying, how, when, um, you know, these policies go down, you know, because the public sentiment never m- matches the way the, people vote. There's the way you show them. There's plenty of research for that even, like, you know, so... I don't know. How can we show people it's just a game that they're using to manipulate everyone? By being a living example. And and they would see, those who want to overcome would see that you're not playing the game, the evil game, and you're at peace. And those who really, really, cause most people don't, they love the game. They don't want to overcome it. But you will become the example and they will see the light in you and will ask you about it, and then you can point them back to the source. You just be a light of that what you would like for other people to find, but you can't you can't convince them, you can't make them want to be of the light. Because most people, only a few want to be of the light. Most love the darkness. They love their hell. They love their misery. And there's nothing you so can do. Should, so we should shouldn't even talk about it, like ignore it, like me even asking you the questions. Just, <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. You could bring it up because maybe one out of a thousand that were here would accept it, right? But just don't impose it on them. Don't you worry about it. Don't you take on their pains. Don't feel sorry for them. And, and, and most of all, don't be afraid. Right. Well, I mean, you know, here in West Virginia, grown up in the Bible Belt with a bunch of Bible thumpers, and they they're convinced you always got to pick a side. To, right. You got to be on the winning side, and you know they just try and force everything always. And well, now know. that you know better, you know better than to do that. Don't do it. Just don't be that way. That's all. Do you have you overcome your anger? I believe so. Um, work. I, I've probably got one more person that I should really forgive, probably. So have you overcome your anger? Yeah. And once I get this last apology done, the anger will be gone. So have you overcome your anger? No. <laughs> Why do you say yes? And you know, you had another I person. I guess because want- I know what I should do, but I, uh, Mm, I I I want to convince myself to do it, so I'm telling you say that out loud. I guess it's just it's still a part of the I guess the pride monster, you know, in my head. Yeah, absolutely. And why haven't you gone and forgiven this other person you think you need to forgive? Every time that I I try to it's like they i guess i try and tenderfoot around it and they they immediately get defensive like well i mean i have tried to do it and they get they get defensive immediately um and then it just loops back around to all the old fights and i let that and so you hold if i'm hearing you correctly you're going you've gone to this person to say, I'm sorry for resenting you, but when you're about to say it, they get angry so you don't do it? Yeah, they can always, they can feel it coming, and it's like, it's like because they have to, they have to still always play the blame game, and 
point the arrow back at me and then because they get defensive and do that, I get defensive because I'm I'm trying to come at them honestly and tell them why I've done the things that I've done. And well, you don't have to tell them immediately want to point like like we're not allowed to look at that. We got to look at what is wrong with them and the trauma that they've had in the past. It's like it's always a competition that their trauma is more their experiences was harder. It was something that they had to overcome Rachel. that I can never relate to. So Rachel. therefore it's like Rachel. Rachel, it doesn't matter how they act. It doesn't matter what they say or don't say. It doesn't matter. You have, if you have realized you were wrong for resenting them, all you have to do is admit you were wrong. Hey, I'm sorry for resenting you. I was wrong. And that's all. And you go and live your life. If they overreact or they get mad or they get start crying or whatever, you just wish them well and go live your life because human beings do not forgive. Only God can forgive, right? Human beings are supposed to admit that they are wrong and wrong for resenting, wrong for having anger, wrong from judging one another. And God will forgive. You don't need that person or anyone, whether it's your mama, your daddy, or anyone to admit they was wrong. You just you are wrong for resenting them for whatever happened, right? Because they can help it. And God, that's why yeah. God said that if you have yeah. anything against anyone, you go and forgive because you are wrong for resenting them. They could not help it. And you don't so need them just, to tell you anything. So do I just, am I falling back into an intellectual battle with them, trying to validate where they're trying to validate that they had it worse, like it doesn't matter, like I'm trying to validate that, is that what's happening? No, like you, you, you just, uh, you argue with the devil when you, when you get into their mess like that. It's just two devils. It becomes two devils arguing. So that, and, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm, and two I'm, devils love to argue. Right. Don't argue with the devil inside of you and outside of you, inside of others or outside of you, inside of others. You just, Hey, I'm sorry for resenting you. Just as you, realize you could not help yourself, they could not help themselves. And in knowing that, all you need to do is say, hey, I'm sorry, I was wrong for resenting you. You don't need a long explanation. You don't need to hear their story. You just need to admit you were wrong for resenting, playing God. Okay. So I don't have to expect anything at all from them. They don't even have to hear me. I just have to say it. Yes, that's right. And have no expectations. One of the worst things you could do in life, one of them, among the five worst things, is to have expectation. You're not supposed to live with expectation. That's not normal. Okay. And so, it does, again, it doesn't matter how they act. You're just saying, I was wrong for resenting you. And then God will forgive you, draw you into the kingdom, and life will begin. Do you understand that? I think so. I think I can. And so, again, if they get angry and they start screaming and yelling, or if they fall out and die, you just look at, oh, Lord, 
I just can't handle. Yeah, I can't handle the anger. I don't deal with that very well. But you're not supposed to handle the anger. You're supposed to overcome well, it's anger. It's not my anger. It's the way I respond to others. Anger. But it's, if you if you forgive and be of love, you can handle other people's anger. Anger because it's not happening through you or to you. It's on them. And what they're trying to do to you by being angry and acting out, they're really doing it to themselves. They're not doing it to you. But if you have anger and you're identified with that, then you'll feel the ego pain of that. But I promise you, if you don't have anger, if you don't have anger, you're not going to feel someone else's anger. Okay. So there would be nothing to deal with. Right. That's that whole identifying with it. Because I identify with that. It it gets in me. It consumes me. Are you doing the silent prayer? Yes. Every morning, yes. every night. Yes, I've, I've, you know, I've been in church and I've always prayed. But I wasn't, I always felt weird about it though. Like I wasn't saying something right, or I should do it a different way. And the silent prayer has been much better for me because I always felt awkward. Like, you know, God's omnipotent; He knows, you know. And all the all the Christians around here want to put God in a box, like He's or you know He's up there looking down on us and. But then they want to pretend like he's all powerful, but then they immediately start censoring him and and saying what he can and can't do. And I've always had issues with that because he's all powerful. He's all knowing. And they always just rob him of his and limit him. And never, I never understood that. And are you, are you doing a lot the of the ways you describe it helps me. Are you, doing the, are you doing the silent prayer every morning, every night? Yes. Okay. Stay with it. I just, I'm just having issues with one person is all. It's, and and in all like honesty, said, I have expectations for the way it should be. I guess with them, I expect more from them than anybody else. So why you shouldn't expect anything from anyone? Who are you that just, you should uh, expect more from them than anyone else? You can't put that on anyone. You got to live with you. Yeah, I know. Only, only God and Jesus. No, only but God you don't know if you first. have. You don't know if you have. You have. You expect more from this person than you do someone else. That's I not, understand what you're saying. I still got a veil up. I'm working on. I understand that with this one person. I'm. I understand. I'm working on it. I. I just. I guess I just. I'm. I'm worried. You know, it's just a fear thing, and I know that's the devil too. And uh, I gotta. I gotta. They get behind me, Satan, and just suck it up, buttercup. Do you believe that all thoughts, do you know that all thoughts are all lies all the time about anything? Yes. So why do you still listen to them then? Because of this other person just always. It has nothing to do with the other person. It has everything to do with you. Yeah, I know. I got tricked into intellectualizing things. So why do you, person. if you know that all and thoughts. validating things. Rachel, if you know that all thoughts are all lies all the time, why do you still listen to them? Because the devil. I'm sorry? Because the devil's telling me to. The devil's got, got it in my head I'm supposed to. Ma, I've. So you know, you're the world not, changes. You know, the world changes to it, and I'm trying to break my training. You're helping me highlight, you know, where I've been trained 
you know, listening to your show and stuff and how we literally just continue the traditions of our fathers and, and our mothers and, you know, we perpetuate these things and, you know, you're highlighting it. I'm working on it. Did you forgive I your did. mother? Yes. You you told her that? Yes. Once she was dying in 2021, I did. Actually, and this is before I started listening to you, but something in me urged me to go to her and apologize for That's myself what? and, you know, uh, uh, forgave her. Yes. Uh, how about that your father? Do that. How about your father? Um. I, me and my father has always had a wonderful relationship. I, I, nice. I guess I've never felt like I needed to apologize. Yeah, to most he, most children, adults and young, male and female, don't resent their fathers. They resent their mothers. And those yeah. who think they resent their father, they resent their father with their mother's resentment, thinking that it's their own. So you're right about that. I, I, yeah, my father, he's a, he's a good man. Yeah, they yearn for the father, but they don't resent man. the father. So listen, I got to run, Rachel. Do the silent prayer. Go and apologize for resenting this person and, and move on with your life so you can live. Keep okay, it, thank you, Jesse. Keep it very, very simple. And then with politics or anything, if two people have an argument or disagreement, don't you take sides in that. It's between them. It has nothing to do with you. Yeah, as a person, other person gets me pulled into, like, worldly stuff like that all the time. But that's not their fault. That's your fault. Yeah, I understand that, too. I know it's all on me. Yeah. I, I got to stop getting distracted. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Jesse. I wish you well. Call me again, all right? Okay. All right. 888 um, I believe it was, yeah, let me try Alexis again to see if her phone. Alexis, let's try it again. Go ahead. Yes. Go ahead. I'm still here. Okay. So basically, I, I listened to this last call. I understand exactly where I have made my mistakes. Where is that? I think. Well, I guess in judging, you know, I'd imagine that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Sure, that's why I called. 100% so, you know, what it is. a little one-on-one. Because another thing is, too, I live in Chicago, so I'm I'm around these crazy Democrats all around me. And so I just find it a little difficult to not, you know, <laughs> complain about these things. If you didn't judge... It would be difficult. You would see it in the light, and you would see what to say about it, and you would see how to deal with it. But you got to stop judging. They can't help themselves. They cannot see. Yeah, I could understand that almost entirely. Are you doing the silent prayer? I am. Every morning, every night? Yes, sir. Okay. Have you gone and forgiven I have. I think for the most part, I, you know, redirected my attention from that now. I just, I don't need any one of these people in my life anymore. Have you got it forgiven? Did you go and forgive them? I have. You told them you forgive them? You're sorry for resenting them? 
Yes, and they all hate me for it right now. <laughs> and, and how do you feel about that? <laughs> I don't care, to be honest. Nice. Just wish them well. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I guess I called in looking for some advice, but I, I think I've came to my own conclusion. I just got to move out of this city. The city is just um, a hot mess. Yes, we got rid of Lori Lightfoot, and I don't want to get political with you right now, but um, I, I still don't see any hope for Chicago. So I'd like to pack up and go to a more family-oriented state where I maybe <laughs> might could live uh somewhat of a just a better quality of life if you if you see that if you see that you need to move absolutely that's logical if you see you need to move but but within you you got to make sure you overcome anger so you don't judge because you can move to a state where a red state or whatever but yet you're mm-hmm. going to be unhappy if you don't stop judging yes i agree i agree yeah, because it's, it's not the outer environment that brings you peace, <laughs> it's the inner environment. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Alexa. I know that it's full and well. Thank you for taking my call. No, you're welcome. Call me again, all right? Of course. All right. Have a good day. You Bye. too. Right now. 888 888- Seven seven Jesse. I want to play you something really fast, and I come back to the phone. There's one line open. Um, remember, Joe Biden said, "If you don't vote for me, if you ain't black. If you don't, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black." Something like that. I want to show you one of the most disgusting, ego-driven pretense. One of them. Things I've ever seen in my life. And it's all an act. There's nothing real about it at all. It is set up to deceive and to control. Really. And I want you to watch this with open eyes. Don't get all emotional. No, just watch it. Even if you, whatever. Because these people have no love at all. It's all about them. It has nothing to do with black people or white people or anything. It's just a showcase. It's just a showcase. And it's been going on for 70 years. And you need to get away from this if you want to be free. Because these people are acting out. That's all that it is. And they feel good about acting out and all that stuff. But look like I'm coming to a break, so I probably should wait. I have no time. Oh, okay. So this is an act. This is evil. It has nothing to do with God. It has nothing to do with love for one another or you or anyone else. Here's a compilation. This is from the New York Times. The president's commemoration of so-called Bloody Sunday in Selma comes as he is expected to announce re-election. Here's a compilation of that mess. Watch this. We all 
offer this prayer in the name of the one who like us was poor in the name of the one who like us was displaced without a home in the name of the one who like us was hunted and pursued by the authorities in the name of the one who like Ahmaud Arbery, whose brother is here today, was hunted and pursued by vigilantes. They had a short, as you saw, photo opportunity there. You can see Reverend Al Sharpton, President Jim Clyburn. You can still see in the middle of the picture there, uh, as well as Terry Sewell, the Alabama, including there in Selma. And you can see Jesse Jackson right in the middle of that. Right to vote, to have your vote counted, is the threshold of democracy and liberty. And this fundamental right remains under assault. We know that we must get the votes in Congress <coughs> to pass the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act. All lies, all evil, all ego. And if you fall for that, you really need to open your eyes. That's an act. There are people who don't care about you. They don't even care about one another. 888-775-3773. A quick break. Back in a moment. I have books that are amazing. I highly recommend you get them. Seven Guaranteed Steps to Spiritual, Family, and Financial Success Guide. Even if you're not starting a business, but you have a job. Or you're on welfare. It can help you if you do. Be doers of the word. All right? From rage to responsibility. From rage. That's what I write about in the first chapter, especially how I overcame. Scam. How the black leadership exploits black Americans. They are using them. And blacks are too willing to be used. And then my last book, The Antidote Healing America from the Poison of Hate, Blame, and Victimhood. They are all amazing books and they are helpful. Go to rebuildingtheman.com if you want an autograph copy or call 800 411 2663. Red brick buildings on each side of town Provided the jobs for people all around Like the monuments they are, they're standing still When you come to Canton, see the cotton mill Grandma worked on a loom machine Made the denim for your blue jeans Papa built the houses on the hill Across the street from Papa the Papa built the houses on the hill Love that country western music 888-7753-773 So the Hake Report is coming at 9 a.m. this morning Pacific time 
9 a.m. this morning. The Hake Report. Check out our merch at rebuildingtheman.com slash store. Rebuildingtheman.com slash store. And thank you all for your support to Bond and to the radio show. I appreciate it. 888-7753-773. So I showed you just before the break that disgusting act down in Selma over the weekend by the radical so-called civil rights movements. And it just all the show, that's why they keep it going, to keep you angry and keep you blind, blinded so that they can control you. That's so it's, it's stupid, but it's evil. And this is why I want to encourage you. There's no such thing as racism, sexism, homophobism, Islamophobism, deadbeatism, white supremacism, Allahu Abbaism, anti-Semitism. It's no ism. It's either right or wrong, good or evil. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spirits and principalities and wickedness in high places. It's in you, and and likewise, it's in them. That's why you got to overcome if you want to be free. And they're using you, and you don't know it, because you feel good about being used. You got to keep on using me until you use me up. And black people, they don't care about you. Al Shopping can get one dime about you, care one dime about you. The whole civil rights so-called movement was not about you. It was about getting control over you. And you're just a crazy, you keep following it because you won't stop for a moment and see what's going on. If you see what's going on within you, you'll understand what's going on in others and you will overcome the world. You'll be in it, but not of it. But you're allowing these people to use you because you're angry. Your anger did not start with white people. It started with your mama and or your grandmama. And you're yearning for your fathers. The void, the emptiness you have is a yearning, is a desire to return home to your earthly father spiritually. And these people don't care about you. Just like you don't care about you or anyone else. You don't care about yourself enough to even try to overcome it. What the? The worst thing other than abortion that ever happened to the blacks was not slavery. It was not Jim Crow. It was not so-called systemic racism. Because those things decided this. It was the civil rights movement. It was the civil rights movement. It was the worst thing that ever happened to black. It took them down. It took them down. And they are still down and getting worse each generation because they won't return to the love of a father. Your mama is your enemy. Your mama is not your friend. She's your enemy. And she can't help it because she has not overcome the enemy within her. And it's not her, but it's the spirit that made a home in her. And that same spirit is in you. You're not yourself. And this phony 
commemoration of Bloody Sunday was just an act. It wasn't real. 888-7753-773. Let me go to Tony out of California. Tony, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Good morning, Jesse. How you be? All is well, Tony. <laughs> it's amazing, brother, how you get on the, get on the airwaves and talk about things that happened in the past, and you said all is an act. But, hey, you know, I guess your followers believe anything come out your lips. But the thing is, I'm... What are you I'm referring to? Well, you were saying that the uh, commemoration of what happened right there in your, in your state, Alabama, back in 1963 or 65. Sweet home, that. Alabama. But the thing, the reason I'm calling you. But I said that the, 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 the mess that they were doing down in Selma, Alabama, was just an act in that they know Joe Biden and Al Sharpton and that whole so-called civil rights group. Jesse Jackson, all the people, they could care less about black people. Selma, Selma, by Selma, by the way, is a hellhole now. You can't hardly live in Selma. The blacks have gone crazy in Selma. Ghetto and crime and and the hatred of the white man and blaming the white man and blaming the white man and and they oh, and the, but they could go back. They can go back there and have a commemoration of something that does not exist. But they don't tell the black y'all need to clean up some. It used to be beautiful when the white folks. It used to be beautiful when the white folks ran Selma. What happened? There were white folks running there. They ain't the governor. Ain't the governor white. What? Thank you. But ain't the, the governor what? Alabama white. What that have to do with the blacks destroying okay, it? Okay, well, no, 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 no. If the governor white, if the white... What does that have talk, to do with the blacks destroying it? No, the blacks ain't destroyed, the governor's destroyed. Why do you think that, as a matter of fact, and you know Joe Biden doesn't care about the black. he just wants the vote. I don't know nothing, Justin. How, what, but how do you think... <laughs> you gonna tell me what I know. How do you Come think on, that the well, governor, I mean, and I don't know if the governor, or, I mean... the. The governor is white or black or something. I, have, I don't you know. know this how. But how there. can the governor save a city? How? He run the, he run the state. How can the governor save a city? Don't he have power over the police? Don't he have power over the fire department? Don't he have power over the city? How Come can on, the Jeff governor save it? A, you're not answering me. I am. I'm, I'm going to ask you one you, more time. I how can the cow... The cow... How can the governor? How can the governor save a city? He has the power of the state. He runs the state. And so, okay. and so, what he can he do? What can he Excuse do me? to stop the blacks from destroying the city? Uh, give them jobs. Give them uh, jobs. Oh, so you jobs, want the, yes. you want the governor to give the blacks a job? They they ain't got sense enough to go out and get it for themselves. No, they, if if you got racism and they won't they won't harm back in your day. Remember back in the day, Tony, you, back Tony, in the day? you want I'm the blacks to, to go out and I mean, you want the governor to give the blacks job. What's wrong the with them that they can't won't go and get their own job? Don't you realize Alabama is the third poorest? You're not answering my question. I am asking. You let me talk. 
What's wrong with the blacks that they can't get their own jobs? They they can they can. But if you but why want, don't if they, they do it? Why don't behind, they stop killing? Why don't they stop not, killing one another, robbing and killing white people, and get their no, own job? True, why don't they true. stop doing that? Well, what, what, what white people they killing? White killing themselves. Tony, you're not answering the question. The family. I am Jesse. No, you're not. I'm not answering the way you want me to answer. My man, your question. Why? You can't. What's wrong with the blacks that they can go out and rob and kill the whites, but not get their own jobs? Okay, Jesse. Why are we on this subject? I call you for a whole different reason, and you just switched it up on me again, like you always. Because you said that you brought up that that mess that they did with the so-called commemoration of the blood is under Georgia by. the so-called commemoration of the Bloody Sunday. It was an act, man. It's they need to tell Sunday. the blacks. And you notice that they if you notice <laughs> if you notice they did it on the bridge so they can run when the blacks start shooting. When the blacks start shooting? Yeah, they'll, be, they'll, they'll already be on the bridge and run across the why other side. Why are you imagining things that ain't happening, bro? No, that's why they're on the bridge. Black excellence! <laughs> Can we talk about what I call for? What you call for? Okay, you always say black is still America, but back in 1972, gasoline was twenty nine cents a gallon. Why did a white man turn the gas into four dollars a gallon now? What white man Why did that? This? What white man? Who run the gas company? What like white who? man did that? Who run the gas? You know, I'm asking you a question. You said, "Why did the I'm, white man do that?" I'm asking. Yeah. I'm you asking what country. white man did that. You saying that the, the whites run as this this is white man's country. So the white man controlled the gas prices, he controlled the food prices, he con- controlled the prices on almost almost all things in America. What white man so why ra- I'm asking you one more time, Tony. What white man raised the gas prices? The CEOs, the, the people that run the uh, shell companies, mobile companies, Exxon Mobiles, all of them. So, Tony, I'm asking you one more time. What white man raised the gas prices? I don't know his name, Justin. But, but then, how control. do you know a white man did it then? Because he didn't control. You how said, it, you how said do you know? Day. I'm asking one more time. How do you I'm know a white man just, did it? Because they they run the country, they Tony, run the country. As you say, Tony, that's a clone. Let's go past that. Tony, we always know. Tony, who, white man did it? Uh, William William Barr. How about William Barr? Tony, you're right in that you. a white man did do it, but it was Joe Biden. That's and Joe Biden did it because he stole a JBT. Uh, I know, Joe I Biden know. did it. Because, you, you I'm going to let you go because you won't listen. Hold on. I'm listening. Joe Biden did it when he stopped oil drilling, when he, took, when he wouldn't give out new licenses so that company can, can drill oil. He did it. And the companies yes, had no you, other choice. Do you agree you that know, Joe Biden did that or not? Jesse, I wrote. Do you agree that Joe Biden stopped the oil drilling? That's not true, Jesse. All right. Thank you, Tony. I appreciate it. I don't know. Amazing.
Is that the new, that's the governor of Alabama? Okay, Ivory. Governor of Alabama, old white lady. What the? Governor of uh, Alabama, old white lady. I didn't know who the governor was down there now. I do know that that so-called commemoration, that so-called commemoration of Bloody Sunday was an act. They could care less about whatever happened 100 years ago. It was about keeping their faces in the media to make you think that they're your leader and you're fool enough to fall for it. Only a blind person will have a physical leader. Only an angry person will have a physical leader. And unfortunately, but not only, black people are angry, not all, not all, not all, but most. And they love black leaders. They, they would die to have a leader. If you try to tell them, hey, no, you can lead your own life. You don't need a leader. Think and do it for yourself. They'll curse you out. They'll make you their enemy because they don't want to overcome their hell. Isn't that amazing? Super Chat. Super Chat. Super, super. super Chats. On Streamlabs, from Love Soda Does Not Like Juice, How the Cow Ate the Cabbage, hint, it was not with its mouth, and it has involved its tail. Okay, thank you. Don't quite understand that, but okay. Terrible. And also from Love Soda Does Not Like Juice, Black Lives Matter, but this country and the entire world would be better off if they did not exist. Amazing. Thank you. And from Prince Vibes, thanks for waking us up. You're welcome. Wake up, everybody. No more sleeping in bed. No more backwards stabbing. It's time. No more backwards thinking. It's time to think ahead. The world ain't getting no better. You got to change it. You and me. Change the heart, you can change the world. Amazing. He tried to send a tip. So send your tips to, where did he send the tips? Producer at jessaleepeterson.com. Producer at jessaleepeterson.com. And we'll check him out. Nice. Thank you. And from Love Soda Does Not Like Juice, women wear makeup and perfume because they are ugly and they smell bad. I disavow. I disavow, too. What the? <laughs> what the? Love Soda. Shout out to get a job. He needs more juice in his life. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And from Noah's Ark, Kansas, the great white hope loves this country the only thing that matters, the only thing we need right now. That's for sure. If ever we needed a great white hope, Lord, we need him now. The great white hope is coming back. What a powerful, powerful speech he gave at CPAC. It's like the Lord was up in there. You played part of that yesterday. Is that correct? Yes. Nice. It was deep. Because when he speaks, he speaks reality. 
Donald Trump does. He speaks from the heart. And all the other speakers were just shallow, intellectual, nothing. And they act like they don't see what's needed and what's going on. And he knows we need more white babies. That's right. He's going to even pay y'all to have some white babies. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet. July will be white again. I heard he also wants flying cars. What's a flying car? A car is that fly. I've never seen that. Okay, well, I saw a tweet. It could be fake news, but... And not the hate news. It will be. <laughs> Joel <laughs> is coming up at 11 a.m. today. Indeed. He black. Joel Friday TV. Can I play if? Speaking of the great white hope, and I'm telling I want you to listen to this if poem by Ru- RuPaul. Redyard. Redyard Kipling. 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 Oh, black and slow. And I'm telling you, it is the New Testament. So listen up, Bible thumpers. This is the New Testament. I want you to hear this is from all love, and it's amazing, and it's possible. Watch this. If by Rudyard Kipling. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you, if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too, if you can wait and not be tired by waiting, or being lied about, don't deal in lies, or being hated, don't give way to hating, and yet don't look too good, nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two impostors just the same, if you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools, or watch the things you gave your life to broken and stoop and build them up with worn-out tools, If you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they are gone and so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue or walk with kings, nor lose the common touch. If neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you, but are none too much. If you can fill the unforgiving minute with sixty seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it. And, which is more, you'll be a man, my son. Amazing. That is so that is so deep. Do you see that as being deep? Yeah, it's nice. I like how um I think Harrison put that together, right? Yes. Harrison. Harrison Smith? Shout out to Harrison. It's how you're supposed to live. I met Harrison at the uh uh, Crisis King. 
Want me to help you? Yeah. AFPAC. AFPAC. America First Political Action Conference. Shout out to AFPAC. A little bit more based than CPAC, except that Trump was at CPAC. Trump should have been at AFPAC. Yeah. Eventually he will. Yep. Because AFPAC is on it. Yeah. It, it's, it's amazing. But I met um, Harrison, Harrison there and Of InfoWars. That's cool. Yeah. Good guy. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Harrison for putting that together, man. You have to be onto something to know to put that together like that. Do you see? Do you see that? That's the New Testament. I do. I prefer the version that I made with the montage of you. Oh, I haven't seen that. Really? Have I seen it? I don't know. I played it one time when I, uh, I played it on the show before. Oh, <laughs> but. Anyway, yes, I do. I do see that poem as being the New Testament. It is. It really, everything about it is the New Testament. That's why it's so amazing. Shout out to WMQM AM 1600. On your dial there, you can continue to stay with us down on the radio station there by going to jessaleepeterson.com slash show. JesseLeePeterson.com. We're on three hours a day, right? So we got one more hour to go. 888-7753-773. When I come back, we got to finish up the super chat, your phone calls, and everything. Hake is coming in with the hate news, not the fake news, but the hate news. Nice. I'm out of here. Back in a moment. She's out of here. She really made it clear. We have a counseling service, and I have to admit, thanks to God, it is the best counseling service on this side of heaven. I counsel with men and women, families, individuals around the world. Most people are unhappy, they're miserable, they have rough lives, they're depressed, suicidal, young and old, of all races. I understand. I know why, and I do understand it. Because exactly what's happening in me is happening with everybody outside of me, inside of them. And I've noticed that with those who really, really, really want to understand, they overcome it just like that. Out of one counseling session. If you need counseling, you can go to rebuildingtheman.com or call 800-411-2663. 800-411-BOND. Best counseling service on this side of heaven. Again, detain illegal, quote-unquote, families at the border. You mean he wasn't? It's so out of control, it's making the commies look bad. And the commies being the demon rats and rhinos. Americans, quote-unquote, kidnapped in Mexico. And another stampede at a rap concert, Glorilla. Shout out. Two dead in a, now in uh, Rochester. An anti-Second Amendment propaganda, 104 mass shootings so-called so far this year. And Twitter went out yesterday. Hake noticed because I was streaming. But Elon is fixing it. The platform is so brittle. This is the end of Hour 2 of the Jesse Lee Peterson Show. It is Tuesday, March 7th, 2023 AD. Stay tuned for Hour 3. Last hour with JLP is coming right up.
on jlptalk.com, which redirects to jessieleepeterson.com slash show. But first, fake news, not fake news. And after the Jesse Lee Peterson show, do catch, if you be so inclined, thehakereport.com. Live Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 Pacific Time. Invasion at the border. Commie nonsense network CNN reports. The Sleepy Joe Biden administration is considering reviving the policy of detaining, quote unquote, migrant families, meaning illegals and uh, probably mother and child, maybe, who cross the border illegally. President Sleepy Joe Biden had ended the practice when he came into office. He was like, oh, go on. But it's now one of several options the administration officials are mulling as they prepare for the end of Title 42 in May, which doesn't even turn around even a half, barely even a fraction of these illegals trying to invade Likely resulting in a surge of crossings at the southern border, though. A source familiar with the deliberations said the so-called family detentions could be limited to a small number of days. An attempt to set the policy apart from the previous administration's handling of so-called family detentions, meaning our greatest president, Donald J. Trump. Biden, however, was increasingly turned, has increasingly turned to tougher border enforcement measures. Not tough enough. He's still weak and soft and girly. In recent months, drawing criticism from immigrant advocates, people who hate the country and want the invasion ongoing, and progressive Democrats who hate white people, who view the changes as a return to some of the policies under our greatest president, Donald J. Trump. And speaking of Mexico, kidnappings at the border. Here's a quote. The whole government is working on it. That's at Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador. That's what he said. AMLO. After four U.S. citizens, according to Commie Nonsense Network, were recently kidnapped, and citizens maybe with an asterisk, I don't know, recently kidnapped by gun males in uh, northeastern Mexico in a case of mistaken identity. The Americans, so-called, had traveled to the city of Matamoros, Matamoros for medical procedures, one female in particular. But investigators believed a Mexican cartel likely mistook them for Haitian drug smugglers. Oh, they're... Maybe they're black. I don't know. Haitians, right? Don't be play a Haitian. The uh, FBI is seeking the public's health in, help in finding them and identifying those responsible. Oh, you can trust the FBI. They're going to they really stand up for Americans. Not. Stay away from rap concerts. Speaking of blacks, people are mourning. The far-left female run outlet The Skim reports yesterday. Monday, a second person died from injuries following a Grammy-nominated female rapper Glorilla's concert. Real name, Gloria Hallelujah Woods. Mildly attractive, light-skinned uh, 23-year-old gal from Memphis. On Sunday in uh, Rochester, New York, where's when that stampede happened. Officials said people reported hearing gunshots inside a venue, the venue and tried to run for the exits, causing the crowd to surge. Now officials say they don't have any evidence of gunshots being fired or stabbings. They're investigating what caused the incident and who is responsible. Mass murder propaganda, Commie Nonsense Network CNN reports 104. That's how many so-called mass shootings have occurred in the United States in 2023 so far. And it's barely March, surpassing a disturbing milestone in record time this year. Last year, the U.S. hit 100 mass shootings on March 19th, according to the so-called gun violence archive. No such thing as gun violence. Almost two weeks after this year's date. And we're charging ahead because Sleepy Joe's 
bringing in the crime. I'm James Hake. Now into JLP, Hour 3. Lee Peterson Show. Thank you to Hassan and Sean and Nick making it happen. The Jesse Lee Peterson Show, Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Pacific time. And it is 9.30.